Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Horror for Duty. Right, uh, let's give this one a wee bit of context. Actually, I need to pull up the screen. Right, so this was recommended to me on uh, this slasher app. Somebody, uh, one of my connections on it, posted up that uh, somebody made a, their first uh, movie, so to speak, you know, and it was. Uh, God, what do I say? Yeah, it's their first time doing it. It's uh, like a passion project, not for profit, all that kind of stuff. So, with that being said, I'm going to go easy because it's uh, <laughs> not an easy movie to watch. Uh, so, we've got the premise, we've got. Um, Late 1992, afflicted children, Jennifer and Drake, were locked up in a mental facility for after brutally, mur brutally murdering their family. Um, however, in the present, they escaped the institution can tell you on a killing spree. <clears throat> a young college girl, Amy, is babysitting and visiting her boyfriend, Grayson. Um, the inmates cause blah, blah, blah. Right. That's fair enough. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to review this because I don't want to be like, <clears throat> I could rip this thing apart. And I don't want to do that because that would be nasty and unproductive. So I think what I'll try and do is let's just sort of give a wee bit of advice. I think if uh, you're starting out, first of all, fair play to you for doing it. Okay, you have made something, you've taken an idea, it's went for more than just something on a page or something you might do. The It's actually progressed to something you've actually produced and put out there. Right, so props to you for doing that. Um, Andrew Martin, the director. So um, I know it's your story. You've wrote it, directed it. I mean, it's all, it's all your baby. So first of all, fair play to you. You've done it. You've um, taken the idea. There's so many tryhards and wannabes out there that they're going to write that book. They're going to make that film. They're going to draw that picture. And they never do. So with that being said, the fact that you've actually taking it from concept to an idea, they actually putting it out there. And more importantly, you put it out there, the link's in the description, by the way, you put it out there on YouTube for free for <laughs> scumbags like me to come and look at it and review it. You know what I mean? That takes some guts. So I'll have to give you that. You know what I mean? It's, uh, that takes a lot. So uh, absolutely. With that being said, <clears throat> um, first of all, have have a simple idea what you've done here is and actually professionals do this it seems to be the trope of modern uh filmmaking is let's make something super convoluted with loads of ideas and just throw it throw uh spaghetti at the wall see what sticks that seems to be the method of storytelling today and you've fallen into that trap you have too many ideas in this Ideally, instead of being an hour, 10 minutes or whatever it was, this could have been a, a 30 minute short easily. Just with some editing. Honestly, you could have made this into a really gripping 30 minute short, even with what you've done. Uh, you've fallen into that trap, unfortunately, of too many ideas, too many plot lines, and it's not uh it's not joined together. So with that, um, even everything else. Uh, bringing that in, you're you've kind of tied up your own story. 
and you've made it a bit unwatchable because honestly, I got to the the forty minute period and I was only watching it just because I had to review it. And unfortunately, that's <clears throat> that takes you out of it. So you've too much stuff going on. So for your next project, and I really hope you do carry on the next project. And this is your start. I mean, you've got over the start line now. This is where you start to hone your craft. You think about things and carry on. And I really hope you do. Like I said, the whole thing is we need independent creators. We need more ideas out there. And don't don't let your first thing, you know, define you or don't let your first hurdle, you know, make you stop. Um, so where will we get? Right. Let's start with the theme music. So it's almost like you've forgotten for about 40 minutes of the movie that you can use music. And when you do use music, it's con it's all over the place. You can't get the theme of this movie or what it's about. And even with the story, you know, it's sort of there's a you can see there's a jumbled up process here. I think you've got three ideas for three different stories, and you've sort of crammed them into one. So don't come from um, the idea of right. I must. I must. This must be. I think this is also the the modern era as well. Everything must be an intellectual piece. It must be high art or something. You know what I mean? I think that's what's been bandied about. And then I think that's people now have this expectation what they have to create. And just, you know what I mean? Young kids, you know I mean? They're young folk in this. So you can understand they've been uh, gripped by this idea and it's poisonous of, you know, you're not telling stories anymore. You must blah, blah, blah. You know, must be all this up here. And it's setting an unreasonable bar when most people just want to be entertained. Um, so think for your next project, think of that. Think of, um, I just want to entertain folks. What entertains me? And you'll find the the high art stuff generally doesn't entertain most people. And you'll know yourself when you're watching. You're you're not really, you're not laughing. You're not cringing. You're not doing this. You're just kind of going, oh, right. Well, I get the message they're trying to bring across in this. You know, don't step away from that trap. Um, if you do, fantastic, and then that's uh, you'll move forward. There'll come a time if you do have something that you feel like you want to say, not something you're being told to say. If that makes sense, it'll come out naturally. I'll come out and through the medium of your artwork. When you feel like I must tell this message or I must say this thing because this is what's expected to say, you're you're already boxed yourself in, and there's a wee bit of luck going on. Um, certain news articles and stuff that were showing up that just felt I had to say stuff. And I don't think it really, because there was no purpose, just, all oh, right, we'll have to put this bit in because we're, that's expected today. Um, you guys, younger ones with the energy and the spark out there to create, use the chance to bring this mediocrity because we're in a period of mediocrity at the moment of really bad storytelling. You... You're not growing up in a good time to be inspired. <clears throat> so I'll say that uh, you're. This is the worst decade of filmmaking ever. Uh, just the worst time of not. And you can see it leaching into the horror genre as well, the sort of mainstream, because they're trying to lean on horror now because they've burnt everything else. <laughs> in the worst time, you're, there's nothing inspired out there. Uh, but you have the chance, I think, to make things inspired again. But the way you do that is to go back to basics. Go back to the basics of the storyteller. Um, 
first of all the hero's journey that's always a good one look up the hero's journey that's always a good one to start because in this you didn't know who really the hero was um i know you were pointing towards um oh god this is huh, there it is not jennifer um amy <clears throat> you didn't mention the girl's name in this um yeah also IMDb is really useful because people like me don't remember names like even after I've just I've literally just watched this <laughs> 10 minutes 10 15 minutes ago and then had the rush to do the stream because it, I thought I'd set this for nine not eight because I'm an old fart and geriatric and a bit senile but uh yeah IMDb list all your characters actors um I have a funny feeling this is a friends and family project you've had friends and family help you out which um amazing by the way if you have that sort of support absolutely amazing that they will um will jump in and help you out <clears throat> that's uh that's a lifeblood to any creative just having those people prepared to give the most precious thing in their time time to help you make something uh you know and you, you can never repay somebody for that and it's fantastic that you got it so right <clears throat> with that being said let's let's go into the movie so music does you know through theme what you need at the minimum are two main pieces for your story you've your sort of your dialogues you know normal pace that sort of tune it just has to be subtle it doesn't have to be like a, a song or anything it just has to be a beat a rhythm um to look at halloween like one of the most recognizable franchise that's just done on a you know simple piano you know anyone plays that you recognize it the exorcist uh once you hear the the intro of tubular bells you know straight away friday the 13th uh, and nightmare now so you know what i mean they've all got just those hook lines so you need that running through your movie and it doesn't have to be because i've seen that you've you obviously you know how to use graphics with your intro and you know how to put music in and stuff so that sort of theme that people know the movie the movie then you need your high tension bits and your emotional bits so they're just sort of your three pieces and use the same throughout the movie so people know where they are because what you seem to have done here is you've just used random pieces of music um and don't know whether it's friends created it or something or just you know just stuck but um have someone you know just have someone created for you or help you out or there's loads of you can do loads of research and get loops and samples you know i do it for the narrative fiction i don't use actual you know First of all, they, they don't want to steal people's work, so don't use copyright, but I use loops and samples and I put them together and make it, you know what I mean? It's it's simple enough to do, but you have to be clear in your mind what type of story you're telling. When you get that down, I think that'll flow better because there's just disjointedness throughout it that, uh, never mind the special effects, never mind that, but the, the storytelling, that's the bit. The more I review these movies, the more I look at them, that's the bit you get nailed down. If you get that nailed down, a lot will be forgiven. Trust me. But when people don't get the story, then they start looking at the other bits. So, <clears throat> thankfully, we didn't get the warning. Didn't get the warning shot with this. There wasn't an intro, a drone intro. So, as you know, the rules of horror podcast. You see that drone intro, you're going to get a terrible movie. We didn't get this. What we did get instead was your <laughs> your shaky phone shot, which was hilarious. Um, I, I thought we were going to start off with the comedy. I saw that and I saw the thing moving. Um, obviously, you guys live in America. Walmart do phone holder stands for like $12, I think. 
like super cheap ones and they're they're brilliant tripod stick the phone on it you're good to go um invest in like 20 20 30 dollars invest in a couple of those and you're you're golden uh lav mics <clears throat> lav mics are golden um once again you can pick them up anywhere for like two three quid a couple of dollars you know they're they're super cheap uh you've done this a lot through the phones camera microphone and it tells the sound and that's just <clears throat> takes you out of it that's that's a big thing you can you can forgive a lot but when you get bad sound and you get overarching that um really takes you out of this so there's simple solutions that you're not spending an absolute fortune but you can instantly improve your quality so a couple of stands that you're not going around holding the camera because it's really obvious that you're doing that um and you can easily establish shots lav mics really help reduce that um ambient noise and this is where your music comes in as well because then you're not picking up every single sound if you have the right theme tune going through it and like i said you you know what sort of story but believe it or not picking the music and the thing in your head before you even begin you know sort of story you're going to tell and how it's going to work <clears throat> so you'll have that in the back of your mind as you're shooting but yeah uh the sound in this just uh really takes you you can't be invested when you hear hear this going along it just um it just removes you every time uh there are things with this story um we've got amy in a pool she's supposed to be um athletic swimmer look up athletic swimmers and how i i, I knew them when I, I i swam a lot when i was younger um i'm not a competitive swimmer by the way i don't have to build shape or motivation but i did i did do quite a bit of swimming in my youth and we shared pool alongside competitive swimmers the way they act <clears throat> it's not the way Amy acts in this. It's not like, oh, come on and jump in. Thirteen seconds behind is half a pull length. If you're thirteen seconds behind the lead, you're 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 not even there. You're in a different race. You're in a race behind you, losing. Not the first one. So it's it really is that intense. So if you're going to pick something like that, yeah, a wee bit of research. Just simple things like that. Believe it or not. You don't have to go into high lore or anything, but simple research. If you're going to say somebody's a competitive swimmer, look what competitive swimmers do and make her that sort. And then that should be her character, first start. So she wouldn't be sitting glugging wine and messed about. She'd be totally focused. Like she'd be a really intense person. And you don't get that. You get that sort of wishy-washy character. So know, know what your story is. Keep it simple. And if you're going to add elements in, what does that element do to a person? So, so <clears throat> competitive swimmers are super intense people. They are anybody's in the competitive sports, for example. That's you know that is their focus, and there's not really much time for anything else. Plus, she's studying as well, and blah blah blah. You know, what I mean, it's she wouldn't be that sort of character. Get those things right, and uh, that once again that'll take your story along. It's back to what I'm saying, the spaghetti at the wall, just throwing it and seeing what sticks. You know, it, you know, people aren't going to be invested. Um the use of close-up shots and stuff in this were really unnecessary and did not help with the story. I think you ruined your story by doing that. So um when you've got the 
the sheriff getting in and out of his car and stuff for that and those close-up ones. <clears throat> they didn't add, right? Especially when you got that the the phone right up there. Like <clears throat> you're not adding your story. So there's bits you could have cut out immediately, and this thing would have flown so much better. Could you've it's like a, a zombie sort of shambling the way it's working. That makes sense. And it's doing those bits. You know, I mean, if you remove those out of your movie, don't don't waste time with them. You know, I mean, it gets in the car, it gets in the car. Do it from you know more more established shots. You'll you're not feeling under that pressure because close ups are not easy. You look at a movie and there's people who either get it or don't in terms of close ups. It's a tricky thing to do. So you try to do like every other image or scene or actions a close up shot. You're yeah, it just looks like bad selfies. And it's taken away from your story. So once again, you've overcomplicated it. Just strip it down, keep it simple. Um, I was wondering what he was thinking. Is that he? Um, because I was wondering why this was so long for a start, especially for a first attempt. People normally, um, and you, uh, I've spoke to directors and so on, and they always start off with shorts. That's what they use to practice. Even um, if you see our uh, Peter Jackson series, he started off with shorts. You know, little little scenes and stop animation and stuff, just to test the camera and setting up things. 10, 20 minutes, three minutes, five minutes, you know. You don't start off by making an hour long film. That's that's biting off more than you can chew. Same as writers. Um you don't start off just making that epic. You can have the idea in the back of your head, but you don't practice your craft. Right. I'm gonna do my three part fantasy world building series was going to be of a 10 book series you don't that you know i mean start off with short stories you you practice you you hone your craft marathon runners don't start off running 30 miles you start off your your jogs your fun runs and you build up so without respect i would say this is your your way forward so use this one but i would say your next three movies should be shorts 20 minutes have a concept have an idea and then practice the idea of turning that idea, translating it onto film. Um, and you'll be amazed at how quickly you'll build up. It seems me starting this stuff. I did not start going straight away live and doing all this. This took me a while to build up, to get comfortable in front of a camera, speaking to the ether and all that kind of stuff. I started off just narration. I didn't even go on camera first. I started off purely narration and built it up till I got comfortable and find out what worked what didn't work like for example i'm not an auto cue reader anyone who sees me put up an auto cue and start to read stuff up i become a robot and it's horrible and i become really self-conscious that i'm doing it um it's probably something i could build up but rather do that i've built up just the, the sort of freestyle that i do uh i prefer and i've got better at it always improvement you know what i mean always moving forward by the way but this all doesn't happen Overnight, it takes years to build up. So I think you're trying to do a, a full hour-long movie was a bit much as a starting-off project. I understand you you have to get people invested and better costumes and stuff and all that kind of thing. Uh, and you maybe felt that you had to produce something great. But there's nothing wrong with shooting something over a weekend. And this is where you do all your planning beforehand. So... What's your idea? What's your theme? What do you need? What's your music? You know, what what type of characters you're going to have? You know, you can have all of them and 
knock out a 20 minute short over a weekend say and then you're not uh you're not having to worry about investing people's time to begin with um definitely suggest that so like i said the story itself is very wooden you know um and i think as well never mind because like i said we've talked about directors who have had mediocre actors or not you know not very good actors by the way i'm not saying enough because i know that just this like first time and back to that being awkward in front of the camera thing it really comes across you know people you've just dragged in and you put them in front of a camera and they're about uh what am i doing okay fine you know i mean that's so obvious in this that's why i'm saying shorts are better because because of the length of time this is it really becomes obvious and once again it really takes you out of the story because you've just got people who are in front of a camera going uh, uh yeah i gotta say something um, uh you know and the awkwardness is just really palpable um so yeah but it's you know that's just uh that's just what happens when you have inexperienced people just slamming in front of a camera in a creative project this is where you need to i think connect with other creatives um it's fantastic using family and friends but i think if you seriously want to make something this is where you need to drama group filmmaking group you know i mean the internet is absolute gold right it doesn't just have to be friends and family or people you physically know now that is out the window you can connect with the entire world with people all over and you'd be surprised who you can find within a locale who can you know can help you out now i know from this you've used neighbors and family and friends you haven't like shot a location so once again think about your story that you want to tell so think about the limitations tell a really simple story that just needs the woods the woods would have been perfect perfect one do the camping trip you know i mean that would have been ideal rather than having to worry about houses and cars you've, 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 you've tried to throw too much in which i think you find is you know as a challenge um yeah just keep it keep it really simple um so the whole idea is these escape convicts i've got out and they're going around killing people we've got a scene at the start with a doctor and i don't know why he's involved and why he's in the woods and stuff you know it's very um very sort of cliche you know you know the cliche horror movie you have to have your opening kill almost to get it out of the way you know what i mean it, it kind of falls into that one which in this fair enough you know what i mean i can get it that's that's standard for most but then we get nothing really from that because we'll then spend like another 20 minutes or so with amy and um grayson and the father shot and all this just is very slow and ponderous and all the under so it's about half an hour nearly before we meet any the killers again so with that being said you know this is the part where you're just taken out of the story because you're like okay where are they going now why are they going the wrong page So if this is going to be a slasher, make it a slasher. Um, if you want to do a family mystery murder affair, make it that. I think this was influenced by Scream. Um, trying to do the twist at the end. I think it was kind of influenced by that. Which um, I'm not a fan of the Scream franchise, by the way. Um, the first one was all right. 
as a eh, fine, and I'm a Wes Craven fan, but uh, fell short for me. But it definitely didn't work here. Could you? She should have been. No, I mean, if you wanted that, Amy had no interest. No, um, she wasn't unhappy. She wasn't trying to find out a mystery of her background or. And Grayson was kind of there, and he was just there. If that makes sense. Um, it's there's, there was no hook for the reveal at the end. It just made no sense because you're getting no hint of that whatsoever. Because everyone's just sort of there taking part. Uh, so once again, that's back to it. you're throwing too much in, you're throwing too much spaghetti at the wall, and not very much of it sticking. So I would say that no, just um. What what was what was the story you're trying to tell? Stick that, keep it simple. Really, this this could have just been a slasher, you know. What I mean, and you'd probably had a you'd probably have more fun doing it. I think. Um, good good effort, by the way, on the special effects. I'll say that your your makeup is quite cool. The you know the kills now the action shots were not they were really really awkward and slow. Um, but back to what I'm saying, you. You don't have actors here. You've got people you've just you've put in front of a camera that are first of all uncomfortable being in front of a camera, and then B, you can't really have action shots. This is where tan up with a theater group would be really advantageous for you if this is what you want to do. People that want to do this, and I'm at your theater group, and then out of that theater group, you could find four or five people that want to here. Let's make a movie. That's usually how it progresses. Um. And you get much better, much better results, and you get a better flow and theme, you know, theme to it. God, I've even been invited to flipping uh, or run the course in London at the moment. So it's like really cheap, but they do action stuff on stage, you know, like sword fighting and that. There's they're flipping courses teaching how to do all that kind of stuff. Brilliant. Um, so there's loads of that out there as well. So even people from, you know, go look at those sort of groups. You'll find you'll find folks. That's where um, that's where your networking skills come in you know before you start so just think of this for the next one you know network try and find at least another creative find someone that like special effects you know because they you can make a special effects orientated and have fun with the gore and you know nothing wrong with a horror comedy start that off just make a cheesy you know b-movie type stuff because this had the impression of taking itself very seriously so you didn't even have the b-movie vibes um, and if you want big movie vibes, Seventh Street Productions, uh, Calvin, uh, go go see his movie. He embraces that stuff to, to the hilt. Um, obviously, our friends at Acrostar they embrace cheesiness and the, the mind to have a laugh along with it as well. Um, so there's loads of um groups out there, you know, that are doing it amateur wise, they're, they're not relying on big budgets and that, but they're aware of it. And they kind of build that into their plot so that you can sort of switch off and have fun. I think that's what it is, because I didn't know what movie I was watching, so I didn't know about our... Like, when you see that stuff with the shaky camera, you should be, like, laughing at it. But I didn't get that sense of fun. So I didn't know whether I should be laughing at this as a B-movie, or is this a serious attempt at a, you know... A psychological horror thriller with um, intrigue and twists that's just been told really poorly, and then falling short. You know, I didn't know what I was watching. That's the big thing. 
and you look at back catalog reviews here and you'll see i've watched some cheesy awful stuff that i've absolutely loved because it's made with that sort of heart and feeling then you get it um it's not an easy thing to do pull that across the screen but that's these are sort of the things you um need to do um but all in all like even um even free movie available on youtube and you're putting it out there and you're getting it um i would seriously edit this i would seriously consider taking this down and putting it back up again as a a 30 or 40 minute short you could shave 20 minutes off this just with all the all the close-up shots that don't really do anything um wee bit of editing and more probable because I honestly switched off. I was a, I was only, if I wasn't reviewing it, I would have switched off. Definitely when I got to like the the forty minute period, because it was just like it wasn't the ending. And that was another thing. Um, you you seem to not be able to bring the resolution to the end of the movie. You you sort of jumped into all the tropes of you know the killer gets hit gets back up again. It's this one. You know, I mean, you couldn't uh, they couldn't bring bring the thing to a close, and it became so obvious. That it was just last ten minutes were really difficult to watch. Um, and once again, it's just having that clear vision of how they want the, the story to end. That's I think that's the hardest thing to start and the end of any story you tell, whatever uh, medium or format it might be. They're the two things you have to, have to be very clear about: how it begins, how it ends, and the middle part is just how you get there. And that's really it. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to rip it apart. It's you know, I mean, it's been made with uh, an innocence. Let's just say, you know, I mean, this this hasn't been made to try and get money off people or anything else. It's, it's an art project. It's been made. Someone wants to make a movie and get it out there. And like I said, congratulations for doing it. Fantastic. You've you've already put yourself up there above the hundreds of tryhards and wannabes and people that don't even you know have great ideas and no execution whatsoever. So take heart in that. You've done that. Now it's time to... You've got your first one over the, the hurdle, so to speak. Think of your next project and just dial it down. Just make it simple. Dial it down and think about what you want to do. And then the elements will come together. Um, so that being said, I'll leave a review there. The link's in the description. Feel free to check it out. And um, also I look forward to maybe seeing what the next one's going to be or how we're going to progress and there you go uh i'll leave it there so as always keep up the channel do the type of things and until next time keep it creepy keep it horrific <laughs>